what's up? This is Rocky Asuka Romero, and you're listening to City Wrestling Radio. Boom! What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is The Boy Show. I'm your host, Corey Smith. In the Diamond Studio today is with me, my co-host. Is with me. Is with me today. Yes. I'm yes. with you, Corey. I'm with Corey David Smith. I almost forgot your last name. That's okay. Bit. You threw in the middle I, name. Yeah, I thought, maybe because that's what it says on your Facebook page. It does. I, yeah. let, I let them all know. Otherwise, I'm Michael Vergara. How are you today, man? I'm okay. <clears throat> just, uh, just sipping the coffee. Just... Me too, but my all. coffee's like from this morning, and I never reheated it. Oh, so I'm just chilling. Microwave coffee, yeah, that's the way you like. It's it. never the best, but I feel like it's just going to go to waste at that point. I mean, do you put milk and sugar? No in sugar. Everything. I put almond milk in mine. I just I put nothing. <clears throat> I take it. Oh. I take it black. Take it black. I take it black. You know, some people say that's that's the way to go. You know, it's, there's no. No sugar added to that, so that's a little bit healthier, I guess. There are people I know who are just like super, super like not into putting anything into coffee because coffee is like it's such a distinct taste. There's a, such a distinct taste to it. Why would you want to ruin it with sugar and milk to oh. it? Because it's already it's yeah. already like its own thing. I know. I understand. I grew like I I grew up with I like that like medium creamer. like mocha flavor. Like mm. yeah. Like a little bit, like a little bit of uh, milk and a little bit of coffee mixed together. Why does everything have to be so, so suggestive to Yum. you? Yum! No, I'm sorry. I'm saying it like, like I'm just. I feel Why like you a, taking your pants a, a off middle-aged right now? woman, like in, on her deck in an early morning in the Midwest, just like yum. I love this. It's coffee. good to have land. It is. You it's know, always just, good to have land. For some reason, I kind of just envision like a southern. Well, that's my husband. Southern Bell. Oh, your husband. That's my husband. I love to have land, and he okay. goes out with his gun and hunts buffalo. I mean, what does he just put buffalo in his land for him to hunt? Well, he that that he, monster. Yeah, he puts buffalo in the land to fill up our home. Yeah, but guys, if you want to find us at our home, find us at SoundCloud.com/slash City Wrestling Radio. Also, across other fine podcast delivery applications, including iTunes, Google, Stitcher, and Castbox. If you want to follow us on social media, we are at CWR four one five. That is at CWR four one five. That was an elite level segue right there, Corey. I'm I'm trying, man. I'm trying. I'm, I'm like building it up, and it's it's the improv classes. They're helping. Oh, nice. You know, How are those improv classes? Good. We have our graduation show this Monday night. Oh, wow. At Stageworks in San Francisco, guys. If you want to come see some some one one oh one improv, <laughs> literally the basics of improv being performed by six people who've is that what you call your troops? The no. the troop the uh, basics. Oh no, our troops called uh, uh, we need help. Okay, and uh, there's about fifteen of us. Nice. Uh, a couple people have dropped. Oh. Um, apparently, one person's all halfway across Egypt. I don't know. She was there every week until this week, and then she just disappeared. <gasps> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, anyways, who needs her? Yeah, but we're not but here you, to talk but about. But you, but who needs her? But you guys need help. Yeah, needs help, baby. That's yeah. that's what we're called, and we're gonna be crazy. And it's really funny, Mike. Yeah, never mind. I'll say that later. Anyways, you can't just dangle the carrot when you just say that kind of stuff. Well, in a somebody, podcast. somebody was like, I, I, like, I love it. Somebody right. was like, uh, they're like, oh, are we getting drinks before? And they're like, yeah, yeah, of course, we'll grab a couple shots. And I'm like, me personally, I could probably take two or three shots, and I'll be fine. Um, but then somebody was like. Well, he probably doesn't listen. My teacher was all like, uh, he was like, yeah, and then bring whatever illicit drugs you want to do after the party, after the show, too. That's great. That'd be <laughs> fun. And where I was just like, and everyone kind of was like, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, no, you can do that, too. Like, sure. I guess I'll look for yeah. something. Yeah. You know, we know some college kids. 
I'll go over to to SF State, buy some bammers or blabbers or. Where would you go to SF State to buy? Never mind. I don't, I don't know. Buy, I don't know where. I don't know where to buy real drugs from. Like I know where to buy weed from in the weed store. I don't know where to buy where to buy weed, real drugs from. I had friends when I was younger eh. to buy real drugs from, but now I don't. Yeah, you don't need drugs. You need two hundred five live. Uh, no, you see, definitely need a... drugs to watch <laughs> two hundred five live. Sometimes, man. See, my uh, my segue skills aren't as skilled as yours, man. It's all right. Aren't as elite as yours. We'll get you uh, get you enrolled in the end games improv classes. It's okay. So we have uh, we start off two hundred five live this week. I'm I'm the one with two hundred five live duty. Yeah. It was this was a forty five minute show. As soon as I put the on demand button, it said forty five minutes. It was like, oh, this is gonna be with those kind of shows. And you're like, thank God. Yeah, sometimes, yeah, lightweight. So. We start off with Drake Maverick. He recaps the the, um, the Cedric Alexander uh, Hideo Tommy title. Oh yeah, match which was which was really good. I think it was a good match last yeah. week. Yeah, I don't know if it was the best match of that week last week. No, it was the NXT match. Whatever, yeah. I don't care. But then he also promotes the Leo Rush versus Akira Tozawa and intros of the opener by recapping Dar's win over TJP a few weeks back, mm-hmm. and that's just how it starts. Um, so TJP enters the stage. He pretty much just, like, he just disparages the the hometown crowd. He just says, hey, guys, more, like, I don't know where they were, but he called the town Wilk Boring. I think it's w- Wilkesboro or w- Willsboro. Yeah. I think it was, like, Willsboro, yeah. Pennsylvania. And then he just said, where people just say they're from Philly because that's where they were. I thought that was pretty funny because yeah. there are, I've known a bunch of people that live in small towns. We're like, yeah, I just live in you know, Seattle or I just live in wherever. Yeah. So Noam, and so Noam Dark comes out and they pretty much just had like sort of a bag, a more, <clears throat> excuse me, like a more of a back and forth match Definitely, than last yeah. time. Well, like it was definitely because it was more than 30 seconds. And uh, TJP pretty much like he worked Noam Dar's re, um, like his surgically repaired knee because he was out for an, a knee injury for like what six months. Yeah, yeah. And so TJP just worked that throughout the match. Uh, TJ, he also attempted a drop kick, but TJP, I, I mean Noam Dar, dro- dodged that drop kick, mounted a little bit of offense, but then TJP went for the knee bar on the surgically repaired knee Ooh, and half out. Noam Dar taps out, and I don't have the time. I guess, I guess we'll have the rubber match next week, right? I guess. Uh, These guys, it was an okay match. I, mean, I feel like a lot of times they just set up three-week feuds now. Mm-hmm. You know, 50-50 booking, and then somebody gets over at the end. I mean, it's just pretty much a division just diluted into one hour. I mean, in this case, 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, We got a Mustafa Ali promo, pretty much saying his win over Buddy Murphy. Uh. He pretty much said he didn't listen to people who told him not to take a no-DQ match against the juggernaut and didn't quit in that fight because he doesn't just fight for himself. He fights for everyone. He's going to keep fighting until he's cruiserweight champion. Yeah. Yeah. You go, Mustafa. Drew Gulak comes out with a gentleman, Jack Gallagher. The new stable, I guess, right? I mean, they've been like they've been a stable for, like, what, two months now? Yeah, so yeah. Kendrick shakes hands with his opponents, with his opponent for the match. Uh, so you have Drew Gulak. What was his name? Do you remember? Uh, Danny Garcia. Okay. Yeah, Drew Gulak faces Danny Garcia. Close line at the bell. Garcia goes neck first to the mat. The follow-up suplex. Drew locks in the dragon sleeper, and that was pretty much it. It was a it was a fast one, because it was pretty much a transition to a Gulak promo where he quotes the Rolling Stones by saying, "You can't always get what you want, but if you try, sometimes 
you just might find. No, if you try sometimes, you just might find you get what you need. It was pretty much the song. My stepdad used to say that to me every time when I was a kid, and I hated him for that. Yeah, because like, like, it, well, it was a song, or it was just he was just being cheeky. No, he was just being yeah, he was being cheeky. No, he's yeah. just being a big old butthead. Mm. So what? Like so, when Drew Gulak made that quote, like you, it just prompted up bad habits. Jeez, throwing Bill under the bus here. I mean, yeah. whatever. Who cares? And so he said, for two years, 205 Live has given people what they think they want. Now they'll get the champion they need and Drew Gulak. We're not Cedric Alexander, but we'll do just what he will when he faces Gulak. Tap out. So I guess they're just building up. This is just another like Gulak buildup. Hopefully it leads to somewhere, considering yeah. what happens. What happened at the end of the show? Just what are they going to do? Then keep Gulak off TV for six weeks, and then have you know Alexander wrestle a whole bunch? I mean, like I don't, I don't see where this is going. That's what they do with their champion now. Yeah. Is that they're off TV for a whole bunch, not defending it? They should. I mean, I don't know. Cedric Alexander defended the title last week. What are you talking about? Yeah, well, that one time. Yeah, I mean, he's not on. Well, besides that, when was he on TV? Like he's like very scarcely on TV. No, I mean, I would see, I see, like, Cedric Alexander in the backstage segment. He makes his, I feel like he makes his presence known a little bit. Like, yeah. I know, we know who the champion is. That's more than I can say about, excuse me, um, a lot more of the people. Like, the Monday roster. Night Raw, where's their <laughs> champion, right? Am I right? Oh, my God. So, we got a recap of Buddy Murphy, uh, where, we got a recap of Buddy Murphy just, you know, going off on Lucha House Party during the Tony Nese match. Mm-hmm. Uh did you see the WWE.com video of no. Kalisto? Okay. Remember a couple years it? ago? I, it just reminded me of it. I just wanted to bring it up. Is um, Remember when Kalisto got drafted to SmackDown? Oh, yeah. And he had that interview. They were like, you're coming to SmackDown Live. How do you feel? Uh, I'm oh, gonna, good lucha I, thing. I, I'm going to bring some good lucha things. And Woo! No, he was like, Damn it! No, he was like this. Like, uh, so, yeah, it's going to be a, a good uh, lucha thing. God damn it! Woo! Yeah. And I guess uh, th- this past week, that's where they were. Uh, since that's where they were, they had them. They did a little did like, same thing. like um, what do you call it? Um, it was the same area arena. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So they just brought that up, and they did a little video with that with him on it. So yeah. it was pretty funny. Check but, out our Facebook page if you want to see it. Yeah. So pretty much, Bobby Marvers says his only regret is Nice didn't get a chance to prove he's one of the best and beat Kalisto. Tony says he'll give Kalisto another chance next week, and he proposes they leave their teammates backstage for the rematch. And so that's what's going to happen next week. A Lucha House party. Chances are match. Buddy Murphy will come out. Yeah. Yeah. Just and then, guessing. And then, you know, we made a point that it was 45 minutes long. We're here to our, we're up to our main event now. Oh, my goodness. Leo Rush versus Akira Tozawa. The man of the hour. The 23-year-old piece of gold. God, he's 23. He comes I to know. collect, you know. So this was... I'll say they like they tried the commentators tried to as much as they like put over Leo Rush's like speed and agility, you know, because he's a cruiserweight. They also made like a pretty salient point about his amateur background as well. Like there was a lot of chain wrestling involved in this uh, in this match. Yeah, a lot more methodical. It was a little bit slower than I expected from a Leo Rush match. Yeah, um, but it was overall it was just it was just kind of an okay match. I. It kind of went below my expectations. I, I was actually pretty hyped up for it, but... It was okay. Yeah, it was okay. Uh, um, let's see. 
But that's what we're going to get out of, out of anyone that's in the WWE. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now with Leo Rush, we've just he's had to prove himself. Like within the Indies, you're really trying to prove yourself to get to the WWE level. But you also got to maintain yourself also by like, and he you can. You can't. But, but once you're on WWE, you're on. He's on TV pretty much every week. Yeah. He's going to have a couple of bad matches. It's more Leo Rush matches I've seen in the past couple of weeks yeah. than I've seen probably before that in the past couple of years. But nonetheless, Leo Rush defeats Akira Tozawa through uh, via pin following the frog splash. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good frog splash. It looks really nice. He, like the, he does that whole Rob Van Dam thing where he just um Lee, just kind of Yo Rush. No, no, or he just like super sells his frog splash. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I always thought that was good. He kind of he does a, he does kind of a handstand after out of the bounce. Yeah. As he makes impact which I, you know, which is always a sight to see. And uh yeah. That's that was your main events, and right after that we got DM the GM, Drake Maverick. Oh, get it because this, yeah. DM. Yeah, I always thought when they started saying that, slide like, into my DM. Yeah, I thought like, oh, Ooh. if you want a title shot, just send me a DM. So, like, I forgot to mention this, but throughout the show, like, you have like after every match or every so-called match, like you got like Drake Maverick's like reaction outside mm. the television. Mm. 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 Eh. But not regardless, uh, Cedric Alexander approaches Drake Maverick for an answer regarding his next challenger. Ne- but and so Drake Maverick, he pretty much says there will be mm? a f- <laughs> shut up, dude. <laughs> he pretty much says there will be a fatal four away between Drew Gulak, Hideo Tommy, TJP, and Mustafa Ali, and that'll be a number one contenders match. Wait, TJP, Mustafa Ali, Buddy Murphy, and no. It's no. Drew Gulak, Hideo Tommy, TJP, and Mustafa Ali. Okay, Gulak's going over. Yeah, that's and that's that's my <clears throat> that's my guess too. Or what? Who Buddy else? Murphy. Buddy Murphy is not in this match. Are dude. you sure? Yes. Look closer. You sure you didn't see his name? Look. Do you want me to just play this clip that I was provided? I'm pretty sure Buddy Murphy's in it. Okay, I'm Buddy. He, he's him. your choice then. He, he, he like and Jose's <laughs> choice is also Eric Bischoff. Yes. Yes. Or Nachos. Jesus. Nachos always win. Though. That was two hundred five live. I mean, two hundred five. It was forty five minutes. It was. I mean, I didn't feel like I wasted my time with it. I, which is about I, as much, I, I, which is about as a compliment I would say to two hundred five live. I paid attention yeah. here, you know, a little bit. I kind of went in and out of consciousness while I was watching. I used it to test my newly purchased soundbar, and <sighs> the mixing was pretty bad on the console. Michael, how does this sound? No, because like they put, Thanks, they Angel. obviously put the center. A section of the soundbar where the yeah. commentary is. Yeah. And for some reason, the two on the side were like super friggin' loud. And I, let's just say I used it to test my, to test the levels on my soundbar. And I, I think I got it right. Okay. Nice. So, where that's, did you, I don't know. Yeah. Never mind. That was 205 Live. 205 Live on. Just bursting with energy with this. I know, right? We need more coffee. That's what it is. Uh, on to. Our favorite, <laughs> our favorite. Uh, actually, this this week was. I mean, I don't know. NXT. This we're going week. to NXT. Let's yeah. go to NXT. NXT this week was a little. It was okay. It was entertaining. <laughs> so First, have we done like? I'm starting to think we've, we're like this every week with no, the B no, show. No, it was okay. No, like, I mean, I I always love NXT. Yeah, uh, but NXT this week felt like it was a good amount of filler, like you were saying earlier. A stupid amount of filler. Like it's like, but it was entertaining filler. Like there was like so many like long vignettes. I mean, yeah, they're like it's it's very beneficial to your roster. Like they won't if they're not going to be in the ring, they might you might as well like let your audience know who they are just to boost their so-called brand or standing. Yeah, what they think of them. And uh, the whole 
the whole uh, well, you know, the the War Raiders promo they did later was really good. That was yeah, that was, that really, was good. really long. Dude. Um, but we'll get it. Let's get into it. Um, NXT this week's kicked off with Dakota Kai versus a real woman, a natural woman, Lacey Evans. No, I'm kidding. You make me feel. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> you make me feel. No. Um, le- they added le- they added a singer to Lacey Evans theme song again. There- oh, they've been it- that's been interchanging. Lately. Really? Yeah. I always thought it's, it's always been like that. And no. Because befo- before she had a different theme song where it was like... No, that's the intro. That's the okay. intro to the song. And so I always look out for it because there always, there's that one line that just cracks me up every time Lacey Evans like uh, comes out. And it's like, she's out traditional. <laughs> And, you know and I look fun? out for that. And when I don't hear it, and when I don't hear it one week, and I'm like, "Where is that?" You know, it's funny. And I'm sure so Lacey, I know. I'm sure Lacey Evans does actually have some fans out there. Um, there, I, there was there probably was, there was one fan in particular that they zoomed in on, and she had a sign, and it said, "Give her a woman's right." And the girl, it was a young lady, yeah. and she had a Lacey Evans shirt on. They have Lacey Evans shirts. That's what I was saying. Like it was custom made. Like I felt like I it was. Lacey I felt like so it was much. a custom made shirt. I'm gonna go to Redbubble by her mom, Lacey Evans. Okay. I don't know, but it just seemed like a. It just seemed like kind of like. like a plant but there. Lacey Evans is like she's a heel, and yet you're giving her. I'm sure I've said this before, but then like you're you're a heel, yet you're giving her this gimmick where that's like all about women empowerment and all like women's rights. And a women's right, but I she's think, not, she's honestly, not I just think honestly, I just think that it was just like an idea they had. Like, oh, I'm taking, I'm make, I'm making that name. Yeah. Like, I don't care if I'm a heel or a face. But she's not like a super heel. You know what I mean? She's like she can't, she could go face like that. Like all she has to do is come out and beat up on a, a heel and just say, you know, the minute she goes not... to the main roster, they're putting the title on her. <laughs> Look at yeah, her. she might, she might <laughs> actually. Vince would probably be a big fan of hers. Yeah. She is a He has a preferred look. She's tall. Yeah. She's tall and she's athletic. So And uh, American. 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 Uh do you think she'll keep the nineteen fifties or nineteen forties gimmick? World it'll War evolve. II. I think it'll evolve. The Rosie the Riveter. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll it's, see. It's not a, I don't think it's a main roster gimmick to me. Ooh, I think she should be <laughs> she should be a time traveler. That's like every like yeah, come out she goes day. to eighties and then she goes to seventies, sixties. Like she has like an afro in the in the seventies. There's like she goes to eighties. There's a little bit yeah. of like white powder under her nose. She's gonna be that new. That's she's gonna be she's gonna be new, like the new that seventies girl. She has like she looks like a uh, Fiona Apple in the nineties. Oh, so it's like she won't eat for like fifty. Oh, you know what? That's I apologize. I shouldn't make that. She had like really bad eating a history of eating disorders. I shouldn't have said that. Eh, it's I apologize. All right. Don't worry about it. I don't think I, I don't think our five listeners will be that upset. She let's just say Fiona Apple's been seeing some shit. She's she's uh she's yeah, yeah, yeah. But Lacey Evans versus Dakota Kai. Yeah. Uh it was I mean it was an okay match. Um it was probably it was it was entertaining. Uh kicked off with uh with Lacey Evans comedically mocking uh Dakota Kai with those kicks. I honestly thought Dakota Kai was gonna Go over in this match. I thought so too. Oh, I'm sorry. Did, um, I, did I go ahead? No, no, no. It's yeah. fine. Um, Kai looking um, the best. See, yeah, go ahead. I mean, I thought Kai was looking the, probably the best she's ever had at the beginning of this match. They buried like I don't know what her finisher is because it used to be the like the roundabout kick that Ra- she would oh, yeah, do. Yeah. She does it three times and Lacey Evans kicks out. out of it, and I'm like, 
what then what is the finish like okay she kicks out of this like this is pretty much done she's gonna do it she's gonna have to do it another three times like yeah. it kind of took took me out of it oh what took me out of it was uh when Lacey evans had dakota kai in a submission for like what i felt was like three minutes mm-hmm. and then she just it was really she started doing this thing where she's like rubbing her chin against kai's forehead yeah which is like okay it's it's different you know but at the same time i'm like what are you doing i see a lot of superstar potential in dakota kai to me, she she she'll probably get that NXT title soon. Oh yeah, she'll get it eventually. sooner than later. Um, but eventually, like you were saying, um, she hit three of those. Was it, what's it called? Ra- I call it a roundabout hell of a kick. Wa- washboard kick. I think he called it. Yeah. Um, uh, was it Morrow called it? Uh, three of those roundabout huluva kicks. She kicks out, but eventually, a woman's right to Dakota. Really Kai. selling the out of nowhere tactic. And. Um, and a pin by Lacey Evans to Dakota Guy, and a post match beat down to well, add it the wasn't, cherry there on was top. there was no beat down. It was she she verbally assaulted her. Okay, she she got on the ground and screamed in her face violently. She told her because he, she's a heel. It was just really funny though. The entire match, Lacey Evans is like screaming, but like she's like quiet screaming. She's like. Who are you? Who are you? I think maybe because get she down, just she just wasn't down. she wasn't mic'd, I guess. I don't know. Well, yeah, the wrestlers aren't mic'd, but it's just really funny cuz I I can tell I'm starting to see this. People there they want to like they want to like scream like this is my ring, but yeah. they don't but they don't scream it. They like say it like they're screaming it. Because they know the camera's near them and they'll just whatever the camera the camera will yeah. just pick up whatever they'll say. So So they'll just say it whatever volume So it's just desire. funny cuz you you can hear her whisper it, but she's like emoting it like she's loud whispering exactly um next up we have ricochet backstage and you know he's basically going on about how adam cole has barely defended the nxt north american championship since he's won it um you know he's been hiding behind the title he defended in the uk thing right yeah and he defended against uh oni lorkin too yeah so oh no that was a non-title match no that danny birch was a non-title match oni lorkin was a title match never mind yeah i get hey Forgive me getting those two. Yeah, it's all right. All bald people look like Michael. God, I'm kidding. Michael or Gabriel in the Pacific Northwest chapter is gonna be very mad. Well, he's not bald. I know he's gonna hate me for this. Me saying that. Uh, but basically, Ricochet vows to win the NXT North American Championship at the next um, Takeover. Takeover Brooklyn was it four or five? Four. Ooh, I think it's four. Man, that's a show stealer right there. It's gonna be really good. Um, next, we have an uh, announcement. Bianca Belair not medically cleared for the number one contendership. A.K.A. in a honeymoon with Montez Ford. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. I'm Okay, I'm starting to make some sense here. Then I'll go back to that later. Okay, because I was starting to think, like, what happened to her because she was on that honeymoon. Uh, but, oh, there we go. Next up, we have the Street Profits video package. And they kept referring to the Mighty as TM61. And I was wondering, when did they film this? Um, because it felt like they f- filmed it a few weeks ago. Really? Like, weeks ago. Because they just saying, TM61, TM61. Remember what they did to us? Yeah. When TM61 has changed their name since to The Mighty. And okay. everyone's referring to him as The Mighty. All right. Um, so it just seemed weird. That being added, Bianca Belair not being medically cleared, they probably both weren't there. Yeah. Um, they are probably both still doing their honeymoon. They, both, they probably just saved that video package until now. And they were like, well, you know, we changed their name. What are we going to do? That's I mean, just what I thought at the time. That's just a, that's a very salient I'm, observation I'm, right there. I'm reaching. I'm reaching. Yes. Yeah, that's the second time I used that word. It's my word of the hour. 
Oh, you know what? You know what? Okay, I'm gonna cut you off right. Okay, right. do you want to bring that up? Did you watch Monday Night Raw at all? I heard like the yeah. So where he like where John? I've heard about it where Jonathan Coachman just said like, "Am I worthy?" Hour and then Michael Cole and Corey Graves just could not like they cut him off like crazy. Oh, but Coach just like starts like trying to talk over every every them like every chance he gets. Yeah, but no, yeah. They're really like as much of an ass that ass uh, Jonathan Coachman is. They are just they are destroying. And then there him. was a, there was like right after that, Corey Graves says something like, "Oh, um, he I just mean, buried him with that suplex." And of course, Coachman takes his shot and goes, "Yeah, burying is a lot of that going around." So I just thought it was. Uh, it's I I mean I wish weird. I could feel sorry for him, but but no. Eh. Um, next up we have back to NXT. Next up we have oh. Oh man, my fav my new favorite person in NXT, E C three. He's like he just goes around. I like how it starts off as an interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then like EC3, uh, as, what about the Velveteen Dream? And then he said, and then like a guy just cuts off the interview. And it's like, can I, hey, Mister E C three, can I get a selfie? Well, it's, no, I'm not. It's not like I'm getting an interview or anything. But yeah, sure. Well, it's funny because E C three like. You hear him, and he's like, Velveteen's dreaming, and he's like, hey, and he goes, yeah, you could take a, can I take a, yeah, of course you can. Yeah, so they they cut off the interview, and then the interview just never happens. Yeah, and then another guy walks past, and uh, all these fans are very well-dressed fans, by the way, all in suits and ties. Well, that guy was, oh, yeah, okay, go ahead. They're all backstage people. Yeah, they're backstage, they're PAs. Um, Next guy says, oh, man, you're great. He goes, oh, here. No, he says dope suit. Oh, Oh, wait, no, no, no. You're, you're, this is the t-shirt one. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, he says, oh, you're great. He goes, well, here, you get this shirt at www.com. Ah, you're all right. Take the shirt. I don't need your money. Yeah, I'm rich. I'm rich. And it and keeps walking. And then, oh. there No, there's a guy There's a guy who just says, hey, EC3, dope suit. And he's like, thanks. That's a top 1% face. <laughs> and you see the fl- utter flattery from that guy who gets, who gets that compliment. It was great, dude. You know, his face is top one percent. Like, and so, like, is this telling me that, like, is is EC three just pretty much like kind of a face? He's face. Yeah. Well, I, just, I feel he's like being he, a lot. He's kind of that positive, rich guy, which I po- positive cokehead. Okay. I call. I I call it like like he's a good guy, but he's just super on coke, and he's just and 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 steroids and steroids and and and, and spray tanner. Yeah. Uh but this segment was brought down a little bit by I guess his next opponent is uh Kona Reeves. Co- in, he walks up to Kona Reeves So just uh, two like just two very very classy individuals yeah. in one screen. Uh so Kona Reeves basically starts saying, "Well, you know, is that suit what you have? Is it is it the finest? Is that is that is that those glasses are they the finest?" Um it's not the finest. He, Kona Reeves also says like, hey, that's a nice spray tan. And uh, then he points to his own skin. This is real. But this is real. <laughs> that was a good line. Um, and then EC3 goes, it's the finest. Okay, I get it. I get it. I know what you're going to say. But don't. But if you want to go one-on-one with me, I'll chew you up. I'll spit you out. I'll feed you to my dog. And so EC3 walks away. And then... Well, no. no. Uh, first, Kona Reed says, well, you know, he goes, fight me. Fight me! Fight me! No, fight me! Was that Conor? I was looking off screen. Was oh, I thought it was EC3 saying that? No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay, yeah, EC3. Fight me! Yeah. Fight me! Fight me! Fight me! Fight me! And then that's eventually when uh, EC3 walks off the screen, and then yeah, I'll fight you. I'll fight you. I'll show you. I'll, I'll fight you. And then Conor he just says, "We could have been the finest of friends." Oh, God, they should be a tag team. Fuck it. I mean, I, when I first saw them, they'd together, be pretty entertaining. When I first saw them together, I was like, "Oh, do it! This is gonna be great." But then when I saw that. <laughs> EC3 is just fucking great, man. I love him. I, I like I like him too. The 
the living pineapple himself. Next up, we have uh, Cassius Ono versus newcomer Rick Ramirez. Uh-huh. And, and uh, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing Rick Ramirez, seeing what he could do here. But, oh, no. Oh, no. He hits him with a discus elbow. One, two, three, with the three count pinfall. This was just... I think this was just a match, just for the sake of having a match. Because if they didn't have, if they didn't show this, like NXT would have been a two match show. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Like as long as the matches are good, but they would have to be at least like 20 minutes or more. And so I think they just had to mm-hmm. fill fill this up with time. Yeah, and it's it's really funny. They always have Cassius Ono in these matches. Like he just mm-hmm. comes out and comes out and does you know face the jobber gets jobbed i don't know man do you think they do you think the way they format these shows they don't really care about length about uh, on these tapings because oh we'll just we'll just you know fill this with this vignette or fill that with you know backstage i mean it could be because there was commercial there were there were vignettes this week that made sense but then there were also some vignettes that were like the velveteen dream vignette was a little like i thought it was it was was good good. it was good i thought it was good but like it was very like it could have been played any time in the past couple weeks. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I guess they just wanted to decide to play it this week because hey, three matches. Exactly. Well, like I said, two point five matches. Uh, next up, we have Cobra Kai backstage cutting a promo. Cobra uh, Kai. Oh, sorry, Undisputed Era. Okay. Uh, Undisputed Era acting like the biggest uh, varsity jocks ever. Like Cobra Kai. It, precisely. <laughs> um, backstage talking about. Um, them defending the you know winning back their NXT tag team championships in um, they lost them in London so it didn't even count um, but you want you want to hear a joke that's my new Coldplay album too you want to hear a joke lost them lost them in London yeah wait wait what Ricochet what about <laughs> oh oh burn oh that's what Adam Cole said sorry I won't take credit for that one um, kind of going off you got you need the you need the undisputed era theme to play in the background every time oh, you dude, talk. I love that too <laughs> it's, it's a, such a nice touch it's just to let you know that it's undisputed era it's too. like you know how like in cartoons you have these villains that have has have their music playing mm-hmm. oh yeah uh, like team rocket and Pokemon oh yeah 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 um, just like that. Exactly. Like they that. they just kind of go on to saying talking about Adam or Adam Cole versus Ricochet coming up, and then at the end they all throw up the undisputed era uh, hand signs. And Bobby Bobby Fish, he's just like, can't do it. I'm holding the trophy. Like, yeah, that's all right. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but Roger Strong just, like, yeah, that's all right. Don't worry about it. You think they do like they just film a lot? They just film this in like all the cart. Where like, okay, you've done this promo. All right, let's film the next one. Or do you think they got to look different because just to make it? Look well, different. this one that was actually seemed like it was going back and f- like it was cohesive with the Ricochet promo. Okay. So I don't know if this one was filmed in like a whole bunch of them, but I can see them doing that, mm. cutting a few at once at least. Because I don't see them coming back down all the time to cut more promos. Especially Adam Cole. I wonder if if he lives down there. Because you, know, you see a lot of people that don't live there. Like Bobby Roode didn't live down there. Really? Yeah, he didn't live. Like he flew in for all the tapings. He's from, I mean, he considering the fact that he's his from history, Toronto. Yeah, he's from, uh, he's from Markham, precisely. Oh, Markham, Ontario. Um You'd think that his history with TNA would warrant him to be in, or, like, in the Orlando area, Greater Orlando area. Yeah, yeah no, no, uh, no income tax apparently. Huh. That's apparently why the seniors moved down there, and all companies do everything through Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Next up, we have a War Raiders promo, which we were talking a little bit about earlier. This is a really good, really good promo. Very long. Very long vignette. Very kind noisy. Chronologically, chrono- chronologically listing. All the accomplishments of like how Mar- Maro says that they pillage. 
Yeah, but they referred to them as Vikings, and that's I felt like that was the first time I've heard that in a couple weeks. Or, Have you seen their Instagram? His Instagram with uh, Sarah Logan. Yeah, but I've noticed that recently they're referring to Sarah Logan and the War Raiders as Vikings. Yeah. More so than they have been before. So think I they'll wonder, ever. You think they'll ever? She'll ever join the War Raiders? That's what I was thinking. Like as soon as they call up, like yeah, have, Sarah Logan's gonna leave the Riot Squad, and I was like, ah. well, that Riot Squad really it has a ceiling, man, and I think it's kind of it's it's hitting that ceiling, especially when it doesn't have Riot <laughs> Ruby Riot. Yeah, exactly. When she's out for out for how long? Uh, I mean, she doesn't need surgery, so like maybe a couple, maybe a month or maybe two. Maybe a month or two. And I really like because you see, um, you see a lot of references to indie scene stuff. You see the IWGP tag team titles. You saw the Ring of Honor tag team titles. Um, they even you heard someone say Kevin Steen. You heard someone say the War Raiders. You mean War Machine or War Machine? I'm sorry. That's what they're because they're the War and Raiders. And I'm now. just, I'm just so used to saying War Raiders. Yeah, it's been a while. They've been. They've been out. They've been in the WWE picture for quite some time now. And uh, I'm more used to War Raiders now. Even though War Machine was pretty was yeah was their thing. Um, apparently, Raymond Rowe back in 2014 was in a motorcycle wreck. I didn't know about this. He could have died. Apparently, he could have died. When he could reconstru- have died. He, they reconstructed one of his arms, and man, good on him. He man. had a tattoo. Like he wasn't supposed to live. Now he lives with zero fear after this. Yeah, but they're they're both giant hosses. I love them both. They're both yeah, they're lo- good. big, lovable men. I want to slap them both on the sweaty shoulders. So it's they're a bit one note with as far as that gimmick, you know, can only can only take them so far. But I'm pretty. Oh sure. man, I took them to took IW, them to new heights. It took them to all the heights. Yeah. Now all they gotta do is go to the main roster and beat the B team. <laughs> Christ, they're they're champions, huh? That's how they. That's really how they treat the. You you give your tag team titles to the B who's team. The, who's so, the tag team champions on um on SmackDown? Uh, Bludgeon Brothers. B. B. Another B team. Oh God, the B B B B B B B B. The BBs versus the B. Ooh, team. can we sponsor that that match? No. Sponsored by City Wrestling Radio's no. The B Show. No, no. We'll have Jonathan Coachman I cu- don't. cut the promo for us. Now, let me tell you about. Let me tell you the word of the hour. Boing. No, I was hoping. I was hoping you'd cut me off. Oh, for like oh. thirty minutes. I was really starting to think about a word. I was like, "Oh God, I'm on the spot." I didn't study for this. What no. happened? What else happened? In Next NXT? up, we have a Velveteen Dream uh, promo package, a video package, which I thought was very. It was interesting. It was. It was entertaining. The, it was a green screen. Yeah, uh, kinda, dream green screen. It was a dream screen. Dream screen. Okay. Um, he was in front of it. It kind of looked like he was in the backstage uh, interview area where they have like the. The screen and everything. But there was smoke, and then there was like graphic, like title he's, graphics. He's like, all cut the lights, him. you know, yeah. ambiance, yeah. smoke. And he it starts, looked good. Yeah, he starts talking about all his past opponents and saying, who will his next experience be with? So we'll see what happens, man. Uh, who do you want facing Velveteen next? Uh, if we're going down the roster, um, I really don't know. I And I have a feeling they don't know either. Because I feel like they're going to build him. I feel like he's going to win that title at War Games. In war games, not uh, yeah, war games. Which one's the so it's it's Brooklyn and then war games and then war games. Yeah, man. Or it could you be. Think, you it think it's gonna be? be a, you think it's gonna be a tag team? Brooklyn it's, Five. It's, it's gonna be a bunch of tag teams, and it's always a bunch of tag teams in the war games. Oh, one, right. right? Yeah. So it could have how, a chance. How is the War Raiders not gonna be on that? Oh, War Raiders are definitely gonna be in that match. War Raiders, War Game, War Game, War Raiders, WCW, Los Angeles. Um, no, I love my Los Angeles I friends. Really, nice. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea what to do with Velveteen Dream right now. It's to a point where like you may maybe call him up, but you know he's gonna get nah, killed over there. Nah, nah I want to see him with that title. Well, I don't know. I don't know. 
We'll see. I mean, I, I he's kind of above the title. He's one of those characters who was like him and Jake the Snake were like they don't need the title to be who they are. Then give him a snake. You, you know what? With his with his streak of stealing gimmicks from other past wrestlers, I wouldn't hold it no. against him. Um, the next up, we have the main event. Uh, we have Nikki Cross versus Kyrie Sane versus Candice LeRae and uh, Shayna Baszler joining commentary. <laughs> I love I, I love that theme song now. I don't know why, and I just I love Shayna Baszler. She just she's so awesome, man. It's not even like anything like about her look. She just oh, she's awesome. Remember when I said uh, how like a heel women's wrestler. Can you know how you how to book a heel? Oh, I don't even women, care about heel women's being wrestler. heel. I just I think she's just badass. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Listen, to, listen, listen to smack it for my opinion on what the women's division. What date was that? That was yesterday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you talk about Carmella yesterday? Uh, of course I did. She's yeah. on the show. Yeah. Oh yeah. But she was on very little yesterday. Yeah. But listen, anyways, check it out. See what see what you think of Michael's opinion. If and, you yeah, so that's all I'm going to say about and that. and all of our opinions on SmackDown yeah. all the time. So um, yeah, so this yeah. was a, this is a good match. Uh, like I said, Shayna Baszler on commentary. Um, Nikki Cross wraps up Larray's um, was it Larray's head in the ring apron at one point, kind of for the beatdown. Um, Sane with the double stomp to Larray off the top rope. Uh, Cross hit an inverted DDT to Larray on the outside ramp, which I you know it's like at this point they were both kind of going after Candice Larray. I kind of lost all hopes of Candice Larry winning this match, just because. I mean, I don't know. I felt like she, I felt like she's the one that should beat Shayna Baszler for that title, which I don't think Kyrie Sane will. Um, we'll see, man. Like there, <laughs> there ain't no fuck. There ain't no fucking taping spoilers for the, that title match. Yeah. So, since that's uh, since it's going all the way to Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, flying Kabuki strike to Nikki to Nikki Cross on the outside. Candice LeRae hits a beautiful powerbomb while Nikki Cross is superplexing Kyrie Sane. Mamma Mia, the entire crowd and Mauro say together. Of course. Yeah, like the crowd on this match, I felt like as soon as they started the Mamma Mia chants, they were just chanting for the sake of chanting yeah. at that point. And kind of took it didn't take me out of the match, but it was kind of distracting. I mean, it wasn't as bad as the Extreme Rules countdown chant. Oh, boy. That was really bad. I mean, okay, I was saying for that, if it was the last couple minutes, I get it, but. I mean, this is an intercontinental. This is a Dolph Ziggler match. They were at 26 minutes. They started it, dude. They were at 26 <laughs> minutes, and you, the fact that you're introducing a countdown left 26 minutes left. Yeah, tw- yeah, yeah. As soon as you have a countdown, you're pretty much like you're pretty much holding this like this uh, mm-hmm. that crowd hostage with this with that match. Uh, swinging neckbreaker to Candice or to Nikki Cross on the outside by Candice LeRae, insane elbow out of nowhere to on top of Candice LeRae, one two three. Uh, Kyrie Sane wins the match, going on to number one contender. Which I well, one thing I would want to say is um, I want to say Shayna Baszler on commentary was pretty funny. She keep just, asking the same questions. I'll give you the same answer. She sounded like a pissed off teenager. It's like, like who do you want? Damn it, face? mom! She's like, I don't care who I want to face. Just give me someone. This, this all this makes no. This, there's no point to this. You're like, no, but who do you want to face? I don't care. Yeah, but that was uh, why would she? That was NXT. Um, before we leave, we wanna we want we need to get into some um, some standings, some G one standings, not not full rundown. Okay. What? I was I was wondering. If, well, I forgot well, to ask you if you just wanted to do this for the news show since we're pretty light on news. But since I got some news for it, don't worry. No, no, no. Like talk about the G one during the news show. Oh, whatever. Since we're, we're we're deep into this anyway, we're already deep into it. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll we'll start out. Um, the f- so also because I have yet to prepare my G one. Uh, 
I was, watched the G one, but yeah, I haven't really like done any proper preparation to it. But you got you got standings. I don't um, think I did. I did. I did. I did. So yeah, let's just talk about the G one climax. So this is a. I'll I'll say I'll talk about the G one climax as you search. And search yeah, and search. sorry. Keep talking. So the G one climax, also known as the Great One climax, is New Japan Pro Wrestling's yearly tournament where you have two blocks containing f- f- five wrestlers. Each block has five wrestlers. No. Yeah. Well, no, like, no, that's no. an odd number. Uh, it's. No, it's they each have ten. Okay, so it's it's is it is it ten or five? I don't know. Yeah. I think it's 10. Let's just say it doesn't. I mean, they have a bunch of wrestlers on each side. Yeah, each side there's 10 wrestlers. Um, so what they do... No, that would make sense if it was 10 wrestlers. Round yeah, Robin and tournament. And no, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm completely fucking this up. There is 10 wrestlers on each A block and B block, and they all fight. It's a round robin where they all everybody fights everybody. And point system. Has, it's a point system. Pretty much like the group stage in the world in the FIFA World Cup, mm-hmm. and so the person with the highest, so you get two points if you win, one point if it's a draw, zero points if you lose. So the person with the highest amount of points out of that out of each block fight each other, and so whoever wins that wins the G one climax, and they get a briefcase of any. Usually, like it's you get a briefcase for, where it's pretty much. Do the you really get a briefcase? Bank. Yes, it's a briefcase, and so. It's ostensibly like you get a main event of the, at the at Tokyo one of the big, Dome. Well, you can pick one of the big four, right? Yeah, you can pick one of the big four at any time. Or like, one of the biggest shows. Or yeah, whatever. like, you know, where, like... But if the champion wins... You had the... Yeah, if the champion wins, they... He picks his winner. Yeah. Or he picks his opponent for... is It's at a specific show, right? Like, God, what is it? King of Pro Wrestling or... No. Yeah, King of Pro Wrestling. That's the one where if the, if the champion wins, that's where he defends his title. Yeah. Yeah. Or at any time, really. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, anyways, uh, so the first night, we won't go through the whole card every night. We're just going to kind of go through the tournament, just the winners. Uh, yeah. And I mean, we're not really, we're, what, what are we, like four days into this thing? Yeah. I didn't let's, watch I didn't watch last night. I show. didn't either, so let's just review this the first week. Okay. And every week, we'll just catch up yeah. on the previous week. Uh, so the first match of the G1 Climax 28 had, uh, I can't pronounce the name, was it Togi Makambi? Togi Makabe. Makabe. That's what I was Togi Makabe and um, versus... Going over Yoshihashi with a King Kong knee drop for the pin, 11 minutes and uh, 5 seconds. Not much to say about that. Yeah, I didn't I didn't really remember that much. He used to be IWG, IWGP champion, right? Togi. Yeah, this was during a time where they, like, damn, we need, like, new stars. Yeah, okay. Uh, next up, we had uh, Hangman Page going over Bad Luck Folly, but this was due to interference by the rest of uh, the firing squad. Yeah. So, and still, they kind of still rep that Bullet Club stuff. So it's Bullet Club Firing Squad, I guess. So it's another subgroup. Another subgroup of Bullet Club. All right. Uh, next up, we have uh, Michael Elgin taking Ooh. on the King of Darkness Evil, which was actually a really good match. It was, but I, I can't. It's Michael Elgin. It is Michael Elgin. I don't, it just takes me out of it. Like yeah. his mere existence takes me out of everything. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel it. Um, like, and he and he and him winning, him them booking him this strong, it it puts a sour taste in the G one climax. But what? yeah, Mike, you said Michael Elgin went over evil and with an Elgin bomb for the pen. Uh, next up was uh, Minoru Suzuki versus uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Pretty good match. Really good. Um, uh, Suzuki for the loss though. It's that's always that's always like the mantra of Minoru Suzuki, where he just brings out like an inc- like an incredible showing, and mm-hmm. then him losing in the most unspectacular way possible. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, no, because I think he had the match pretty much. Yeah, the entire match. That's uh, pretty much every like Minoru Suzuki match. Tanahashi won with the high fly flow mm-hmm. uh, for the pin. 
uh, just under 14 minutes. And the main event for that evening was Kazuchi Okada losing to Switchblade Jay White. So Kazuchika Okada, the, he, he's going through like this weird phase in his career where he di- well he die he dyes his hair red. He his, was his hair red at the Cow Palace. Yeah. Oh man. His he dyes his hair red. His gear is red. He kind of just ditched the gold because he has no gold anymore after yeah. losing to the IWGP title belts against Kenny Omega, and he enters with balloons and. To me, he's like, like party mode. Yeah, he really is in party mode. Where party you, ever, you ever play? You ever play an open world video game where you beat the campaign? You like unlock the abilities that you wanted to go. You wanted to have. So you throughout just add the game. like you add up all like the add-ons. Like yeah, you know, so like you, you carve out. Hat you, you, you carve out like these specs in your in your character, right? Yeah, and it's like to finish the campaign, and then you finish the campaign, and now you. It's you're you're in this post world where like you get to keep exploring the world after the after that yeah you get yeah to unlock more abilities it's kind of like Grand Theft Auto after yeah the game. and it's kind of like and he's kind of just at this nowhere phase where like, okay right, I'm just, just I'm like fun. Okada he's just gonna like he's gonna wrestle a certain different style he's gonna be a bit more of a weasel because hey I unlocked all of this ability of being such a great wrestler might as well just spec to another branch of skill where mm-hmm. I just be kind of become this kind of chicken shit kind of whatever like I don't give a fuck kind of person yeah because man okada's complete with a post-game costume too yeah like you finish the game you get this costume jay white though i mean after the match i mean he he went super heel on okada the entire match i think yeah. he used a chair on him too yeah i think it's at a certain point yeah and then okada like in the post-match like interview he said like since we're chaos teammates i'll let it slide but i won't forget about this but jay white did cl- declare that he is the leader of uh chaos i'm the leader there. i'm the leader of the chaos and he's or of chaos not bullet club um and uh, he is gonna clean house on chaos and yeah. the next night, even attacking uh, show in his tag team match. I know. Um, what's, up what, what, what's up with them splitting up Yo and Show? I don't know. The into- like, I, I, I just don't get it. Like, and they're facing each other. I, it's really weird. Next night we have uh, the first match this of the, and the, that was the A block. Now we're to the, to the B, B block. block. Uh, for the first night of the B block, kicking off with uh, Tamahiro Ishii versus Toriano, which was their first singles match, I guess, facing off against each and other. And this ever. was like you, like Toriano, like he's a bit of a, his whole gimmick is he's a bit of a comedy wrestler. And, and, a, and he kind just, of a con artist. You yeah, know? he's a con artist. He shows his DVDs. And so, low blows. Yeah, he does low blows. He does. When's Shinsuke going to start selling DVDs on SmackDown? I mean, he does the low blow. He might, he, he either, it was either the low blow or the DVDs. He just shows the all low right, blows. Right. And so you kind of expect what a, tar- you kind of expect comedy matches out of this. So but he, he vowed actually before this to not to not do anything cheat, cheating no cheating in this. He said. Yeah, and so what he got out of this Tomohiro Ishii match was a straight up just a grappling <laughs> clinic these guys had. And didn't Ishii use the low blow against Yano? Uh huh. So yeah. like he said, so like that was the thing when Tomohiro Ishii like he finds out that Toriyama is not going to cheat. Like fuck it, I'm going to cheat because this guy keeps on cheating. The, his entire life, yeah. But they're like part, they're they're like buddies. They're partners. Yeah, they're uh, both members of Chaos. I saw Ishii. Uh, I didn't get a picture with him, but I saw him when he came up to the the meet and greet when he was here. Yeah, he is a he really is a stone pit bull man. Like he's a stocky guy. Oh my god, yeah. he he looks like he's just solid. Mm. Made of stone. Next up, the next match of the night was uh, Juice Robinson versus uh, Tomatonga. Juice Robinson losing to Tamatonga. It was it was an okay match. It's, no, this was a nothing match, dude. Like Tamatonga, this is a guy. I'm compa- I, I've also said WWE matches were okay, so I have to say this match is okay because it was yeah. dec- it was decent comparatively. Like, well, w- within the standards of New Japan, I thought it was like it was below average because 
they're put. I feel like they're giving Tamatonga this one last push. Like he was never an extraordinary like performer, especially to the, in the standards of New Japan. I love their theme song, by the way. Huh? Yeah, and so they, I guess they're giving this just this one last push before they before he just you know drifts away in mid card oblivion because. Mm-hmm. There, it's it's really just this one last chance, and if he doesn't like, if he doesn't, you know, step up, he'll just be whatever for yeah. the rest of his yeah. career. And I think I don't think he's anything that special. And it's weird they did just put the title on Juice Robinson, and now they're kind of having him lose to Tama. Yeah, but whatever. I mean, it wasn't. It was a. It was smoke. It was smoke and mirrors. Like um, he hit the gun stun. Gun stun. It's hard to say the yeah. gun stun for the pin. Uh, next up, we had Hiroki Goto versus Sonata. I did not see this. I don't remember seeing this match. I do remember watching it, but I don't remember a whole. I watched lot of a little it. bit of it. It was okay. It was okay match, uh, but yeah, Goto for, uh, then, for the win. But we, then we have, we have Kota Ibushi. Argu- I'll say this: these next two matches, matches of the tournament so far. I really liked this the Kota Ibushi uh, Zack Saber Junior match. It really kind of yeah. elevated Zack Saber Junior. But Kota I mean, Bu- Zack Saber Junior has been going on t- uh, on a tear this entire year with that whole New Japan <sighs> Cup where he submits Naito, Such a Ibushi, nice guy, Okada. And Tanahashi, yeah. like just all these main guys, and so, his, like pretty much like his next like matches, so like like his next matches going off in this G One Climax tournament are a bunch of dudes that he submitted. I can see uh, the people that he submitted uh, get like getting their win. wins back yeah. off of him. So who knows? He's probably going to be the guy who's going to not going to have in the stand as far as standings go. He's not going to go far, but his match quality will probably like you know will mm-hmm. still yeah. Raises stock up, but yeah, uh, Kotobushi over goes over with the was it the the Kamogi? Yeah, how do you you say it's 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 the Golden Lover knee? Okay, but just him by himself. Okay, okay. and it's such a good move. I really love that move. And next up, we had Kenny Omega versus Tetsuya Naito. These guys have endless chemistry with each other. Like as much as we like, it's a different type of match than like Omega Okada match. As much as like people lionize Omega Okada, right and rightfully so. I I personally prefer the chemistry between Naito and Omega. Like I feel like their um, their pacing is a lot tighter Mm -hmm. and a lot more succinct. Yeah, succinct. Like when when you have Okada and Omega having these really long matches, drawn out by design, of course. Right. But yeah, those guys like those those last two matches blew the friggin' roof off. Yeah, it was uh, the the Kenny Omega. It's like you said, it's definitely different different chemistry. Yeah. Um, but it, I was it was definitely it was a really good. Which match. I personally prefer like the 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 G one the G one final was my match of the year last year. Mm-hmm. Kenny Omega going over uh, this time with the one winged angel. Yeah. About twenty four minutes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we go on to the third night of um, of the G one climax. Back to the A block. Um, we have Michael Elgin Boo. taking on Hangman Page, going over with the Elgin bomb for oh the pin. Oh my god! You know, so Hangman Page, he like I think I said this yesterday or any oh else. that he would he's right for the WWE. Like he is a man who looks like he's you see Triple H. And I like, like it. I like. Hangman I like Page. Hangman Page. I think he should have won against fucking Mike Elgin. Oh, you know who I could see him with? What? They don't need any more members. Uh, if um, they did, though, Hangman Page would be a perfect fit for him. And then, did you hear like what Mas- uh, not Masahiro Chono, uh, Great Muda said? Like he, so Great Muda, he's an old Japanese wrestler. He is kind of like the like Mister G One Climax. This guy would always yeah, yeah. win it. Um, Wheel and deal. Or and was it Masa- Or I think it was Masahiro Chono that said this. I, oh, never mind. Like they pretty much just like endorsed Hangman Page to win it. 
pretty much nice. saying he's not he's not going to win it. <laughs> oh, it's one of those things. Oh, really? Yeah. Like what? You know, once like once a legend endorses a certain oh okay you know wrestler, that just puts a lot of pressure on him, and he'll lose, and that's because that's the storyline. And then yeah, okay, I feel it. Uh, next up, we have um, Yoshihashi losing to the King of Evil, or the King of Darkness, Evil. King of Evil, Darkness, <laughs> the Darkness. Uh, evil goes over with Evil uh, for the pin at about uh, twelve minutes, twelve and a half minutes. Uh, next up, we have uh, got to need help with this again. Uh, Makabe, Togi, Togi Ma- Makabe. Makabe, winning against Minoru Suzuki. And These guys is, had a friggin' just a slaughterhouse match. It was it, it was pretty rough, but uh, I mean, like I said, Suzuki zero and two man. Yeah. No no points yet. Uh, went over with the King Kong knee drop. I like the name of that move. Uh, next we have, and this was I thought was kind of a disappointment. Um, Kazuchika Okada losing to Bad Luck Fale. It's again, it's just another match where Okada doesn't really. I don't think. I think he does care, but then he's just wrestling a certain style where he doesn't have that. He really like he doesn't have that much pressure on him ever since losing that title. Yeah, and uh, Bad Luck Fale, as limited as he is, Okada really. I mean, I guess Okada tried in like I don't know. Yeah, it was no. not n- nothing really extraordinary about this. You got Tamatong, you got the Tamatonga shenanigans as well. Yeah, which Tonga really, Loa too, I think. Right? Yeah, which yeah. really bring like when you have like stuff like that in a New Japan match, in my opinion, kind of just brings it down. Oh come on! I just feel like it's it's different. Not every match like they it's have called to. Puro Resu Pure. <laughs> come on, man! It's a competition between two individuals. Well, they, that's if that's the, the case. purest form of sports. Puro Resu. Even though that's just, even though it's it's more of a, what do you call it? Not anglicized, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but bad luck, Feli went over with the bad luck fall at about thirteen and a half, and the main event from that evening was uh, Hiroshi. Hiro- Tan- I don't know why I couldn't say that. I've said it a bunch of times. Yeah. Hiroshi Tanahashi versus J-, J-, J. Shut up! You know this. <laughs> you J- know how this versus J White. Um, Tanahashi, I'm coming after you. Yeah, so uh, Jay White, two and zero, man. I don't know. They're really he might, he might be the block winner. He as might. far as we. Oh, know. I think he's definitely going to the finals. Um, I had a, I had Okada winning this entire thing, but definitely not now. The, the way this is going, like this might be, he might lose all of them. He might lose all his matches. That would be a good storyline, though, if he lose all loses all of his um, G1 matches. Yeah, like, but he wins against Tanahashi. That's the final. Man, that's a final night. Okay, yeah, yeah. but he went. To, no, Tanahashi wins. Screw it. Who knows? Who knows? We don't know. Uh, but Jay White went over with the Blade Runner for the pin at about twenty-four minutes. So we've only just begun with this G one climax. We've... I think we're just going to have like a weekly report. Oh yeah, like at this certain pace. So who's who's what's the standing right now? Uh ooh, that's a good question. I did not pull that up for some reason. Jay White's probably the leader. See, okay, they have the tournament results, but I don't know how to read this. Uh, Let's see. But this is points after last night. So yes. there, there are points in here that we haven't covered yet. Okay. Uh, but Tanahashi, Oscar, uh, Tanahashi. Okay, who's the top one? Who's, um, who's the top With four block? points. Oh, um, with four points in the A block, we have Makambe, uh, your boy Michael Elgin, and Jay White. And in... He's not my boy. I know. Block B, we have uh, Kenny Omega. We have Kota Ibushi. And that's it in the B block. All those guys with four points. Nice. So, man, I wish I, I'm rooting for Abushi on this one. 
And Coda is going to face Kenny at a certain point, right? Yeah, it's the last day. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's, I feel oh. like that's pretty much like the most anticipated match of that entire tournament. Yeah. Like they've been really building that up. Of oh, course, I mean, of course, they would put in the last last day. I hope so, it's like um, hope those guys don't kill themselves. I hope it's going to be like much. an ending where you know, remember after the the Cruiserweight Classic with Gargano and Champa, yeah. one of them sitting in the ring, yeah, and the other one hugs him. Like I love you. He's like you don't get it. I love you. No, I love you. No, I love you. I love you. And then they start making out in the middle of the ring. Yeah, as as you do. Golden lovers. All right, guys, that was the B Show. That was 205 Live. That was NXT, and that was a little G1 for you. A G1. G1. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow with, I guess, the new new show. Guys, for City Wrestling Radio. It's a very laid-back ending to this. Hey, man, you just got to be cool about it. Let him, let him enjoy the day. For City Wrestling Radio, I'm Corey Smith. I'm Michael Vergara. And we will see you tomorrow with the new new show. Keep it classy, San Diego. All right, take care. Bye.